yeah, Spence. I'm so stoked to be back here once again on our Ventura Forward podcast. We're always searching for our tasty waves, hot tunes, fun in the sun, righteous food, and all the news across the 805. On this show, we're breaking down the segments with that unique journalistic point of view that we always bring to this fantastic podcast. Spence, how you feeling? Feeling good. I, I'm looking at the brighter side of life now, going into the holidays, mm-hmm. and really trying to be cheerful because, and when I say my life hasn't been hard, it's been easy. Uh, we had somebody on this morning talking about Uganda and what they go through there, and it's like, my Lord, oh boy. Uh, I've just got to remember, you got to look at at the good sides, and you got you really do. As corny as that sounds, you got to say, what am I blessed with? What am I? And I do that, and I'm like, okay, I'm settled, even though I still have to work 12 hours a day. Uh, but still, it shows me that life is pretty dang good. So, long answer to fine. Thank you, Spencer. My goodness, to all of our faithful listeners, it sounds like the breakthrough episode might have worked. And Jim Morrison might got your little mojo rising, big dog. Well, the big thing was, what I hit a bit, I hit about a hour. (laughs) I love the doors. But that was break on through. Maybe I did. We're here, holiday season. We couldn't be more happy hanging out in the studio, talking to the faithful listeners. Keep following that podcast. Keep sharing the stoke. And no, you being you is what really prepares this podcast forward because we got one thing in common, folks, and we love the city of Ventura and we love Ventura County. We know what our motivations are. The agendas can be different. Let's go. Shout out to the sponsors start early in this podcast. Ray Fresco, not only are they bringing in our beats for our intro through episode number 76, we want to thank you for that. Big, big, big show coming up here where Ozzo Motley and Ray Fresco will be playing where, Spence? Ventura Music Theater. Ventura Music Hall. Damn it. <laughs> okay. And we're still getting them out there, and we're still promoting the Music Hall because those two great venues, the Music Hall is who we also promote and sponsor. Any show that you guys want to go to there, hit us up. We got tickets for you. and Go there. Take some media for us. But on 12-14-23, Ray Fresco will be at Ventura Music Hall opening up for Ozzo Motley. And also, it's a fundraiser for our good friend, Awesome dude, Victor Rodriguez. Victor, we're glad you're feeling healthy. Made West, thanks for sponsoring this event. Just, I mean, this is a, literally just a Ventura Ford. We should put my logo on this on this flyer. It's a good one. And the other side of it is, uh, when you look at the Ventura Music Hall, uh, they've put out a really nice variety of music. I mean, the Dead Kennedys were there for crying out loud. Uh, the band, um, oh, oh, come on, Royal Blood. You like that one? I have heard them on KLOS now. No, they they've cracked it. So people, we, I didn't get to go to the show. I had stuff come up, but I saw them you like on, vi- on a video. Yeah. And it was insane how good these two guys are. When they played Ventura, they were in the wonderful but very small hall, and now they're on KLOS. These guys are going to crack it, and the Ventura Music Hall is going to be able to take that as one of, the, one of the bands they joined in with very, very early in their career. And that's really cool how... European bands can come over and they're huge over there mm-hmm. and they come over here and we don't know them at all and then boom they break through and that's what the music hall did they allowed the business plan to bring those names that normally didn't make it to the theater theater was kind of like all or nothing like punk big or it was a nobody you know we're bringing in that middle range bands that are growing stoked on it I went and saw who did I go see this last weekend I went there again uh, oh there's a cover band Steely Dead Steely Dead? Steely Dead. They played Steely Dan songs and Grateful Dead songs. Wow. It was, it was okay. It was fine. 
at one point, I'm like, you better come with your three best Grateful Dead songs right now because you got like a 10 hippies trying to like flail out and then a Steely Dead comes up. I was like, yeah. Like, <laughs> Big black cow instead of what box of rain or something. Yeah, yeah, and if you're in the moment and you're feeling the vibes, I don't think it was, so. It was it was cool and fun, but um, Mentory Music Hall bringing the shows. Okay, so good for them, and that's what we need in this community, and that's what we get. What else is going on? All kinds of stuff, Spence. We got water issues going on. We got active transportation plans happening. We've got those sand volleyball courts at Ventura High School is still in discussion, looking for everyone to go to the school board meeting next week. I heard staff is doing a good job creating some more options for the school board trustees to look at, and this, again, is in support of sand volleyball. I'm so happy that I could bring the information out to get the community involved so we can make a holistic decision for the campus, our most historic campus in the city of Ventura, formerly the college. Now we know it, Ventura High School. This is area we gotta look at the feng shui, the movement of this, and ultimately, in my opinion, it happens with sand volleyball courts going above Larrabee Stadium, using that parking lot, taking away a few of the parking lot spots, which is totally okay. Because I think I mentioned to you, Spence, how many days a year do you think Larrabee Stadium gets used to full capacity? Great question. I do not know. Less than 15. Hmm. So less than 15 days a year does the parking lot above Larrabee get that stuff. And then people are saying, well, you're going to park in the neighborhoods. Guess what, folks? People all across Southern California park in neighborhoods. So if you live up in the area above Ventura High School, you buy a house, Larrabee Stadium is part of your lifestyle. So get used to it and know that. We've been here for 100 years at the high school. You might have moved in a little bit in the last 10 or 15, 20 years. If you've been there forever, I guarantee you love the high school. The point of that comment is don't let one or two neighbors prevent a good project from happening, and that's putting sand volleyball courts up above the stadium and giving the girls an ocean view while they're spiking the ball in the sand. That should be part of disclosure since the stadium's been there and the school has been there for so long. Yep. People should know going in. By the way, there's a school down the road, and this happens occasionally. One of my biggest accomplishments for the Norn family as I found a piece of paper that was gave Len Norn, my grandfather, almost credit for being one of the main organizers of the Larrabee Lights. It was a huge deal. Putting the lights in, I think it was like 1963, 64. And Grandpa raised a lot of money. Grandpa got a lot of community input because those neighbors did not want the lights. I think, yeah, that's always a difficult thing. We had the same thing in T.O., it was so funny. It was more like 70, 71, mm. but they got lights and they had all of the Pop Warner kids and all the high school kids selling lights, light bulbs. Really? They sold <laughs> light bulbs door to door. And it was kind of a funny joke. The kids would walk up and say, hey, we're selling these light. And they're just, you know, whatever, the 120s. And it just uh, and they sold lights door to door. I don't know how that campaign went, but as a kid, I appreciated it. I thought that's kind of funny. You're selling lights to bring lights to the stadium. And we love Larrabee. Larrabee is a gem. I mean, it's the best sports complex probably in the county, actually, if you look at the location plus the ocean being there. Mm-hmm. But it's dilapidated. The bathrooms are just not good. There used to be a spot on the western side of the stadium where a bathroom used to be. It's been taken out. There's concrete. Because that area kind of used to be a road used to go through there. And the roads closed off. A lot of work needs to be done there. And again, the voters approved a $600 million bond. So for the first time in 25 years, the voters of Ventura entrusted the trustees and the district to make these decisions. And that's what's so important about this. And I want to bring up the trees again with urban forestry. 
because I was somebody who was hired by the Measure E committee to talk about and promote this in the community. Number one, the sand volleyball courts were not mentioned. Number two, neither was tree removal. So creating tree removal off of a bond money, I find to be actually complete blasphemy because of how much our community loves urban forestry. Council has been talking about it. Supervisor Carmen Ramirez was talking about it a lot. This is something that if we're gonna talk about climate change and talk about the temperature of our core of our earth changing, don't tell me that you're gonna remove five trees that are 60 feet tall and we're gonna plant five or 10 more. Doesn't work that way either because of the temperature that you're gonna lose over the next five, 10 years of that loss of shade, let alone air quality and other things come to it not a good trade. So I don't want to hear about taking out mature trees. Eucalyptus, I get it. Maybe they're in bad spots. They're invasive, but they can be controlled to a certain point of view, especially when they're landlocked in the middle of a concrete jungle at a high school. That's the point of this again. Leave those trees, let them have their natural life along Poli Street. I talked to a gentleman named Adam Dutter, who was my son's baseball coach, and he is now the new bond facilitator. Mm -hmm. Got hired to look after the bonds. And we talked. I was like, dude, what's going on here? Really happy to have his confidence. And I said, here's the thing. You live in Ojai. The superintendent lives in Moore Park. We'll get to that later, maybe in this podcast for you. Got a big nugget for you. And the other people and stuff, the trustees, nothing against the trustees. None of them were born, raised, or went to high school here. Okay? And it's not a knock about your experience or anything else, but it's an emotional attachment to the area. And that's what our community wants. We want to keep our emotional culture while growing into the future. And that's how politicians stay active. That's how bonds get passed. And when it comes to coming up to the stop sign on Seaward and Poli, and you come into Ventura High School, stadiums on the right, big, big trees on the left, tennis courts are coming, right? Then you have the parking lot on the right, the baseball fields right there with Coach Lloyd. And then to the left, you've got these big eucalyptus trees and you peer through the eucalyptus trees and you see these basketball courts that you know Hall of Fame basketball players played on and that you played as a child. You go to look to the left, there's a mural, a portrait of Gary Tuttle Jim, one of the best influential athletes in our community, right? And you go a little bit farther, there's baseball fields on the right. You come to the stop sign right there at Catalina, I believe it is, and there are those 15 historic palm trees swaying, Spence, over 100 feet in the sky. That's the emotion of Ventura Ford. That's the emotion of Ventura that I want to help our trustees and our leaders understand. That's what Ventura Ford feels so slighted and like we don't have a community voice because they, being the people of now and in the past of the leaders, don't get that cultural emotion. That's what Ventura Ford's here to say that with loving and grace, and sometimes we say it also with a little vibrato. Now, one of the deals is uh, why did these people get elected? You know, people should be looking at who's best for your community. So it's people of the community that voted for them. And when you do have that many people from the outside who don't get it as much, I talk about the T.O. story all the time. People who got there in the late 70s didn't get the horses. They wanted to see malls. They wanted to see this. And us old schoolers were more, hey, we want our bikes up in the hills, both bicycles and motorcycles. We wanted the horses. We wanted this. And uh, you like those dusty old trees and this and that. But that was our playland. The newer people wanted to see the Oaks Mall. They wanted to see the Thousand Civic Arts Plaza. They wanted to see all that. And you do get uh, a schism. In the uh, you know in that generation, whether it was from boomers to whoever, whatever it was, and it happens, and you know new people come in, they want to see something slightly different. 
Which is, yeah, which is good. And you forget why you came there. And, mm-hmm. and a direct answer to your question was this. In the last five years, we've had two people that were like considered like the local local, right? And that word gets thrown out a lot. I really don't like it because it has a lot to do. Remember, sharing the stoke makes you a local in Ventura. But sometimes how long you've been here gives you a little bit more credibility too. Matt Almarez was born and raised in Ventura. He ran for school board. Two and a half years into his term, he, he, he vowed out. And then they appointed somebody else. Calvin. Calvin got appointed by the Board of Trustees. He's up for re-election this year. Calvin's been doing a good job. We actually have a conversation this week between me and Calvin. Okay? Michelle Yamamoto Callahan ran for office. I helped with her campaign. Put signs up. Put it out there. She won. Now, two years later, Mm -hmm. she steps down. Not three years. She steps down. Alicia LeVere gets appointed. Matt LeVere's wife. And they're born and raised or at least high schooled here. Mm, no, Alicia and Matt met at Pepperdine. Oh, but I thought he went to high school here. Uh, Matt was born in Ventura and then went to elementary school at Loma Vista. Yeah, so that's And here. then moved, family moved to Ojai. And I, people tell me a gated community and he ended up graduating from Villanova. So Matt, as he claims, is born and here for Ventura, also was pretty much raised in Ojai. And people don't talk about that a lot. So there's that side to it. The culture from the county supervisor is there, but it's not as deep. And people get mad at me for saying this, but if you're not a bulldog or a cougar or a seraph, and you weren't living in Ventura from the ages of like 13 to 18, that's the moment of your life maybe you remember the most. And some of the seraphs are from Santa Barbara that are playing football. Totally. And so they have that kind it's of- It's a mishmash of everything, but- Doesn't make it right or wrong, nope. but it gets back to the culture again. And that's what I really want to keep talking about and priding these people on. Because I know Sabrina Rodriguez, the board president trustee, hates when I say this about this because she's not born and raised. She's from Santa Maria area, but she shares the stoke, even though her their agenda might be going different from what where I'm at. I know people really love Ventura, and that's what has to matter. Do you really have motivation to do it? Yes, you do. Mike Johnson? We don't know yet. Some people think he does. I don't know. But the point with Mike is different. Everyone has to be evaluated, and it wasn't being done by the community. During the elections, after the election, that's when Ventura Ford came in full force to say, you're going to be held accountable, and you're going to make sure that the culture is being heard, and it goes right to Ventura High School, Spence. It goes to the parking downtown. It goes to Main Street moves. It goes throughout our community, and the one person I'll drop more names because people are happy I'm dropping more names to say calling out people is Doug Halter. Absolutely. Doug Halter had a Christmas party over the weekend up at his house. Didn't invite me, Spence. Kind of upset, actually. Feelings are hurt. Not that I want to go and be there because, you know, you probably have to have a, dare I say, certain amount of money in your bank account in my own personal mind. Which is funny, though, is that I don't get invited to these big things, but people want to say things to me in community. So I'm finding these lines that are drawn, and then I look about who's going to these parties, and there's still division in Ventura. And the locals aren't there. It's really funny to me. There's almost created this like outside feel came in the nineties, swathed it all up and they never got it back. And people only being promoted or being put up forward are ones who weren't born and raised in Ventura. If that wasn't the case, I knew people that were part of the board of trustees, like Alicia Levere's situation. There was about 10 or 15 applications in for that position. Why don't we bring in somebody local? Mm-hmm. So Doug Halter has a big moment. Doug Halter wants to uh, run for re-election. Doug Halter also was part of the Downtown Ventura Partners and actually 
is a council member on that group now who is pushing so hard to get paid parking throughout our town and the community about 80 to 85 percent 90 percent do not want more paid parking lots downtown we like the vibe parking seriously maybe same thing like larrabee 10 15 days a year you can't find it i went to the tree lighting this last weekend awesome great job city manager bill au rallying the troops everybody who got after it the singers the fire department was there. Santa came on a fire truck. The trees got lit up. We need more lights. Definitely could use probably five times the amount of lights on those trees. Spent the lights didn't go to the top of the tree. <laughs> Your face right now. Really? They did not go to the top of the tree. Well, I just watched Elf too, and how he he said, "I can put it on the top of the tree." <laughs> he does that ridiculous jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lights don't go to the top. To of one the of tree. them, they did. For was they kind of just did like this whole like hang mm-hmm. them around the side, let them dang all off. I want every light to like wrap every branch. Well, you need a star at the top. And those trees, the North, those two Norfolk pines, gosh, are they? They just, are awesome. They're beauties. Just awesome. Not to the top. Not to the top. Okay. And I I'll actually, go check it myself. Let's do it. And you know what? I, you know what we should do is shimmy up and don't do that, folks. <laughs> shimmy, shimmy. You ever, were you a tree climber at all? Huge. Yeah, we were all over. Because I again, my rural Thousand Oaks. So you folks. Uh, that I met when they were doing the thing at the fairgrounds for the ball field and all that, I hear you 100%. The people who don't want the change, I hear that 100%. Right. There's got to be a logical movement in all of this. But wasn't tree climbing. And We did a lot of oaks and T.O., but the one thing about pine trees when they're solid, it's like a ladder. It's, it's just because you go the way the branches are, but as you get higher, because the way trees are made— they get a little bit uh, less secure, perhaps, and oh, so much fun! It's so we funny. make it to the. You're lighter than me, so you've got the job. Yourself, you're so funny. You I, got the job. I want to climb those trees. I want to go to the top. Think I get in trouble? I'm not endorsing this. Would I get in trouble? As long as you bring a glowing star, but it has to be self-powered, right? It would have to be some kind of battery-operated star to get it to the top. But I can't wait to get to downtown Ventura, and hopefully, it'll be for that Ray Fresco show that'll be able to go down there and enjoy the beauty of the city of Ventura. Check that out and also take in one of the, um, you know, not only the show, but take in a walk and, and see all the decorations. Love yeah. it. Yeah, Spence, we got those topics going in here. Shout out some of our sponsors, bring it in. Goodwill Industries of Ventura and Santa Barbara counties, providing those local jobs on the lowest level. On the lowest level, I mean people coming out of incarceration, people having special needs, people having issues in life and goodwill brings them in and starts a career there and brings people self-pride back that's been my biggest thing about promoting goodwill you think thrift stores thrift stores thrift stores some people get after me it's not a good work environment or this and this you know how difficult it must be to give hundreds of people's of jobs at thrift stores at that level of work Mm -hmm. so difficult the turnover that must happen the camaraderie you know it's not easy there now could they probably pay more maybe could there be more things possibly but for what's going on with goodwill great things are happening i'm proud to actually get out there and promote them give them their message and know that all your local donations to goodwill stay in the county as well and i've seen the work of goodwill when they put workers at businesses yes and i saw that at the bank of books they're great it's really good because what they do they put somebody there and the workplace gets them for free because they're paid through but your job is to train them on the register to train them on stocking and the like and that's the work they do Workforce training program, awesome. I mean, where else? Who else puts that on other than Goodwill? Have you ever? And it's hands, you know, right in the street, feet on the street, and that's what I like about that program. Local businesses benefit from it, and the youngsters who are getting these jobs also benefit because they 
learn the discipline of running a register and stocking and doing the things you do at a business. So I've seen the work they do. It's very impactful. And great entities and organizations are using that. I was up in Santa Barbara, met a young man, I interviewed him. He works for Goodwill. And he was at UCSB at the Career Center. And he ha found out that the city of Santa Barbara was looking to have workers come into their recreation department through the Goodwill program. And then the, the Goodwill program is now over. He has a job with the city. And he's like, you know what? After college, I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't really have a lot of this or that. Goodwill helped me find a job after I graduate. I'm currently working with the city of Santa Barbara. I go, that's a good connection right there. Yeah, great gig. Right? So that is uh, one of our great sponsors, doing good things for the community. And the rally. Before we close it up here, we got a couple more names. What do we got? We got Pete's Breakfast House. Oh, I Protect Phones. Whew. Big sponsor. Can't forget him. I protect phones, Spence. Have you got your cell phone broken? Is it, what's going on over there? Uh, with Kohl's, the uh, plug-in needs cleaning. And somebody told me it's dangerous to do yourself because you don't want to break the connection. But you can take a cell phone that doesn't charge on a plug. Right now, he has to use one of those surface ones, you know, mm -hmm. the thing you lay it on. And they don't charge very quickly, and it's not. But i got to get it over there. So, um Bring over to I Protect yeah, at the Pacific up. Pacific View Mall is a good location, and just a new new location at the collection. So, want to really promote. So, if you that. bust out your phone, you don't necessarily have to buy a new one. You no. can get it fixed up cheap and uh, still be in the dough, che and you have your phone. Chico and the crew are crushing it. I th they've shown me videos about fixing the screen, fixing the batteries. I'm actually kind of blown away. It's kind of cool to see that you can get it fixed. So we have a friend in the cell phone fixing it business. It's Chico. I protect. You let me know what you need. We got your back. All right. Let's end this podcast on the rally. December 22nd, 2 p.m. downtown rally march shop party in front of Fluid State. I just bought a new speaker. I spent the big bucks. Spent $300. Whoa. What are we rallying for? We're rallying against free the paid parking. Mm. The community wants to show our leaders that we've been against paid parking and to change it or to hybrid it or modify it. It goes along with Main Street moves too. These conversations, conversations coexist. I believe that there's been some backroom dealings that are not good and haven't been transparent, mostly in the effect of shutting out parking lots on purpose. There are landowners that's families like the Lager Marcinos who bought all kinds of land downtown. And now those guys who inherited their land from their dad and grandpa, who were pioneers of this town, they're being lazy. I'm calling you out. I'm going to leave your name out of this. Multiple guys. Get off your ass. Come downtown and love the community that your family built. Stop going over there counting your money, drinking your Chardonnay, wondering when you're going to be traveling to Europe this month because you're probably going twice. Forget about it. Come to Ventura and let your voice be heard and be a man. And stop strangling us because Kevin, this isn't going to Kevin Clusey, but Kevin Clusey is organizing this. The guy's been in Ventura for like 25 years. Unbelievable. And he's down at the Ventura Partnership having the DeLarklands, uh, the other, there's about four or five families, the Beckers, right? Uh, the other, the Yonker family. And then you go to the downtown Ventura. Go ahead. Yonker. Yonker. Yeah, Yonker. You go to the downtown Ventura Partnership, they're all on the board. All of the landowners are on the board, and these are the people saying that they want the paid parking. All that does is make your property value go up. Now, what they should have to do is recuse themselves if they have play. That should be legal, right? Oh, no. And this board, they actually, for some reason, they want everyone to be involved or something like that. So everybody who's on this board. Because how can you vote on something that will benefit you financially? Especially when it has tax dollars involved. Yeah. That's that what, should be illegal. That's what's happening. But I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know what the ins and outs are. But generally, as just to use city council people, if you have play in a situation, you recuse totally. yourself because you have some sort of gain. Invested interest. Yeah, in, exactly. So I'm surprised. And that and the community is like, restaurant owners are coming up to me, Spence, being like, how do you know about this? And I don't know about this. I've been in business now for 15 years. Why hasn't someone come by my door to tell me this stuff? I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I, I thank you for giving me the compliment that I'm helping you out a lot. And I really appreciate supporting you. But ultimately, you're being ramboozled. And the ramboozling stopping. That's what the rally is about. They're going to see from now on if you want to whamboozle. Maybe that'll be the title of this episode. The whamboozling stops December 22nd, 2023 in downtown Ventura at 2 p.m. in front of Fluid State. Come there and let hear my voice along with others outside of this new speaker that we just purchased. Thank you, Forward Tears. We've got two microphones. Maybe even Spence will be on one of them for us too. But the people will be heard. So 200, 500, 1,000 people, maybe 2,000 would be a monstrous number. Bring your kids, bring the grandma, bring them all. Because when they see the sheer force and number of people that are behind Ventura and our culture, using that name Ventura Ford to share the stoke, knowing it's about you being you, they're not going to know what to do, and we've changed it forever. So when someone wants to be for supervisor, they're going to know what's going on. When you be a school board trustee in an election, you're going to know what's happening. City council, you better believe it. If you even want to volunteer for a water commission, Design review, arts and culture, you better share the stoke. And if you do, we got your back. And if you don't, you better watch out for the people that are going to be at that rally December 22nd, downtown in front of Fluid State at 2 p.m. Spence, I'm hot. How was the podcast? It was good, but if you better watch out, you better not cry. That's right. That's because what you Santa's, do Santa's coming. Man, Santa knows. The other thing is I love your whamboozle. Do you know what whamageddon is? No. Whamageddon, going into the holidays. You know the Wham song, This Christmas? How long can you go without hearing This Christmas going into the holidays? I don't think I've heard it yet. So that's your Whamageddon. The first time you hear it, Whamageddon's over and you're done. So I have not. And that's a good song, by the way. This Christmas is a nice, sweet uh, George Michael and what, Ridgeway? What was that kid's name? Uh, Those two. But it's funny. Yeah, Whamageddon and Whamboozled. You just coined another word. Oh, so wham! <laughs> I love it. Whamboozled. Spence is so keen, not only with his constitution and all of his laws. This man is a man of words. I appreciate you, my dude, and everything else for all of our forward listeners doing it up. And yep, well, I guess good to go. The concert, concert. Ozzo Motley coming up. Get it done. Ray Fresco. Go to Ventura Music Hall. Buy your tickets. Support Victor Rodriguez, our buddy, our pal. Until next time, seventy-six was fun. Let's go. Mm-hmm.